If you're looking to buying a new home or selling your home, please go see Legacy Realty Group Remax Vantage and speak to Valdir Baptista Korea, real estate agent at 508-441-1628. His email is Realtor at gmail.com. His motto is your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. That's Valdir Korea at 508 441 1628. You can buy a home or you can sell the one you have. But see this guy. Like he says, your perfect home is out there. I can help you find it. Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Perry. Today's guest is Ross Grace Jr., New Bedford School Committee member, um, newly elected just a few months ago, and and actually has one school committee meeting under his belt, and he's doing his thing. And actually, I'm very happy to hear that he has the most votes in the city, which is a great, great accomplishment for an individual running for office, no matter where, what title it is, it's that's a, that's a a great feat. So, how you doing, Mister Grace? Charlie, hey, first of all, man, I want to thank you for having me on the show. To everybody out there, I apologize for the technical difficulties. Um, I um, am not the most tech savvy guy. I thought we'd be <laughs> all set. I try to be timely, but I want to thank Charlie for his patience, help uh, getting me through this. Um, Charlie, it's a pleasure being on your show. Um, last time we ran, uh, last time we were on Charlie, you know, I was a candidate and, um, we were very, very fortunate to pull this off. Um, and I think it, it's a testimony, Charlie, because, uh, it wasn't just myself who got on. You had a young lady named Melissa Costa. She's the first Latina. You had people Great. in the city council yeah. like Shane Virgo. I think, uh, people were eager to see, uh, different faces from different perspectives, uh, into people, uh, in, into, um, city offices um the turnout was low that was a little bit disappointing um and i encourage people out there to realize the importance of getting out to the ballot box um sometimes we only talk about it during campaign season but it's important to talk about it all the time your vote does matter um, when you vote for um, a candidate or for an idea and there are numbers behind it people have to recognize and people have to act upon it so when you vote and you vote in numbers and people of like minds uh, uh, form a block, you know, you can, you can change things. So it's important to vote in. And Charlie, we got a 4,032 votes. We had more votes than anybody else. And again, um, that's, that's a testimony, not to Ross Grace. That's a testimony to the outstanding team that I had. And um, I, I, I want to thank all the educators, parents, former students of mine who, who formed our planning committee, helped us organize um, to get the word out. And apparently it resonated um, with the with the people of New Bedford, and again, the numbers uh, mean that what we were saying uh, meant something to them. So as we learn more and more um, about our uh, 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 ability to work in the school committee, we're going to remember that people. It was the people who put us in, Charlie. You know, it wasn't any exactly. administrator or politician. It was the people. So we're going to remember that. But it's been an exciting journey. You know, it was an exciting journey. You know. I'm happy to be on that. I've learned a lot in a short amount of time. Yeah, it's um the um 
one thing about politics and I always tell everyone I this is what I always say is that if you're running for political office and you have uh and you earn that title by getting voting get voted in that's a blessing and I I like people to understand that you know those blessings are only come to you know a few people you know it's not luck I I don't believe in luck it's a blessing because you know you're put in that spot to represent your city and yeah. um just just one yeah. of those things you know and and it's some it's something i take a lot of pride in charlie um you know people who know me i, I worked uh, throughout my entire life yourself included we were activists we, you know we're born and bred new bedford people you know we care about the city first before our profession everything when the bedford guys who grew up in the bedford way and we were able to um you know, to, to influence the community at the grassroots level and at the professional level. And yes. so, Charlie, be honest, you you know, you helped inspire me when you had run for mayor and did, did such an outstanding job because I wasn't always into this political scene and I'm still not crazy about the whole dynamic, but I realized the importance of people like um, those who came before us, of us getting into us so that we do bring our unique experiences in into it. And so being um, an elected official where the people put trust in me, you know, I mean, I, I have to make sure that I'm holding myself to the best Ross Grace that Ross Grace can be because I'm representing um, not just myself, my family, but but the community and their ideas. And I, I want to bring, um, when, when we ran Charlie, what we really want to do is make sure that what was going on in the buildings, what the families were going through was being represented in the way in, in the school committee. Prior to sitting on the committee, Charlie, um, it's easy to kind of see and, and be critical of, of what goes on. I had just had the sense that what was going on with the school committee um, was just a bit disconnected. What I was watching on TV and seeing, uh, seeing at the meetings were based upon reports, and that stuff's all well and good. But I didn't feel that there was that experience of people being in the buildings, knowing people in the buildings, and how that how I felt that should be the, the major focal point of why um, I, uh, my voice would run as a former um, administrator. Um, mm -hmm. So with that experience, you know, I, I think we bring something different and you have Melissa Cost and myself, and I think we're bringing, you know, different ideas that are more grassroots and, and Charlie, now that I'm in there, um, there are some really good people there, you know, and yeah. I think you have people who really do care. And what I'm seeing so far is a willingness on the people who are there to what my goal is, is the school committee can be very procedural. Um, there are a lot of uh, things that are shaped by school administrators. There are, uh, there's a lot of things that come from the, the city officials and we kind of just discuss it and vote on it, which is cool. And that that's the major role. But I also think we have people who, when we act individually, can um, can, can just do a little bit more mm -hmm. to uh, bring issues of families to the, to, you know, to, to the higher levels. Um, but I'll tell you, you know, um, the, it, it was a journey, Charlie, and not, not to go on it, so just to share it because it's important. One of the things we want to do is we want to put in other people's heads the importance of running. Uh, the first time I ran, you know, we came up short. You know, we, we lost the first time. So we land, we planned. Uh, earlier, we coordinated more. We had uh, a lot of support from different small businesses, places like Destination Soup and Outstanding Teacher Help with the fundraising. So we planned early. Um, and we had learned from some of the things we had um, that we could build upon from last time. And our numbers reflected that. So I'm saying that because we're encouraging other young people, especially educators, former educators, to make sure that they have a voice. So um, you know, it is possible, you know, it is possible and, and your voice matters. So That's I want it. to share a little bit about all that. Yes. And um, before we go any further, I just want to thank yeah. you. Uh, people in the comment section, Jack Nagia. Yeah. Um, well, let me tell you a little, Charlie, if you yeah. mind, I'll tell you a little bit about what, um, what I see with the school <clears throat> committee. Um, yep. I found it to be. Initially, you know, you first get in, you're going in campaign mode and, and, and you know, you're going high, you're, you're out on the, you're in the community event, you're putting up signs, you're on social media, and then you're, you're, in the, you're in a seat where you have to work with people. You have to remember what your agenda is um, in terms of why you are voted in 
but -hmm. you have to do things in a way that relate to the people who you're working with and still communicate effectively and get ideas from the community, you know? So that, that's what, that's something that I'm learning about. Um, the people who are on the school committee right now, um, it's very diverse. And I, I want to speak to people so that they can recognize what New Bedford can do um, with, with our vote. We have a Latina woman, Melissa Costa. She brings that to the table, social worker. You have Colleen DeWicki. She's a mother. She's extremely knowledgeable. You have Bruce Oliveira, who knows the numbers and everything. You have Chris Carter, who's a stand-up guy, um, a police officer. He had he 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 showed his integrity with the last administration by being mm-hmm. one of the first people to speak about it, uh, about what's really going on. You have Jack Livermento, a, a pillar in a Cape Verde community. So we have a good group. What I want to focus on is getting to know them each better, find out what we have in common, and bring um, ideas from the community, from the teachers, from the students, and on ways to um, use the money that's come into the schools. There's a lot of money that we have that's coming from COVID relief, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, how, how to, um, you know, uh, put things in play, you know, and the school committee traditionally doesn't do that. But if you're working with administration, bringing ideas, you know, we want to do things to benefit what's going on in the building. So that's my philosophy going into all of this. Good. <coughs> Excuse me. The um, It's good to have some people. It's good to have that diversity. I always, you know, I'm always stressing that. It's good to... Um, that people can't get along and try to come to a common agreement, agree to yeah. disagree, but at least you come to some kind of solution for the yeah. betterment of the students. And, uh, and, and, and that's and, important because we're, we're going to have differences of opinion, you know, but it's important to be civil and respectful because ultimately I truly believe with every individual on that committee, um, with the uh, community organizations um, like the coalition to save our schools, uh, Coalition of Social Justice, and you know, all these different organizations and just the mothers and fathers out there, everybody cares about the well-being of our children and our future. So if we all keep that in mind and let everything, um, you know, be guided by that, I think we'll do the right thing. And speaking of, you know, Charlie, you're talking about diversity. I want to I wanna commend um, the outstanding job of, first of all, the Coalition of Social Justice, but the city as a whole. Um, I have, um, with the uh, innovative charter school that was trying to um, come into the city. First and foremost, speaking as um, a parent and people who who um, have their child first, who aren't looking at public schools versus private schools or funding anything like that parents want options. They want their kids to go somewhere safe. They want uh, they want to feel like their kids are getting the best learning experience. So True. I don't. I'm not going to come in here just going after charter schools per se. I do have my opinions on them because they're privatized. Um, they, you know, 85% of state funds go to public schools. 15% are from local, um, from taxpayer dollars. That um, some of that money would buy would be diverted to the charter schools, and I don't think we're in that place. So, um, I'm not a huge proponent for it at that time. But at the same time, we have to find out what makes charter schools attractive to families. We have to find out and identify. Why do parents want to look at that as opposed to our public schools? Mm-hmm. And what I'm seeing so far is the public schools, you know, they're really doing, there's a lot of things we have to work on. And um, we campaigned on that, you know, the stuff yeah. that's on the, you know, that's in the classroom, that's in the buildings. Um, when you look at the the, the, the the district plans, it's all really good stuff. The stuff that everybody agrees with. Mr. Anderson it has an outstanding vision and he has, um, he, he's, a, he's a good man, um, and I believe that he has the very best intent. I'm saying that because I'm getting to know him and working with him. Yeah. But we want to make sure that all those great ideas are like translating into the classrooms, and that doesn't always happen. I'm saying that from personal experience. I've worked in schools for 17 years, even more so now. Yeah. So it's us working collectively together for me, other school committee members, to know what's going on in the buildings, know what's going on with the families, and making sure that's coming into the committee in the city. Uh, city's ears you know what i'm saying so exactly. but it was through collective organization by a coalition of so uh to save our schools mothers and fathers cities city officials school committee members um everybody didn't feel comfortable right now with it with the charter school coming in uh again you know the private entities taking money from public schools i understand all that but my point being is new bedford has a history 
of activism. New Bedford is built upon um, uh, challenging status quo. We, we were the beacon of light. We're the people uh, from the Underground Railroad, the 54th Regiment. That's who we are. And when mm -hmm. everybody works together, and that's what was so outstanding about um, uh, the whole falling out of, of the charter school, of the innovative charter school. Um, for me, it was more a symbol of what happens when we as New Bedford citizens plan, think, organize, and, and become part of, of the process. And we were to uh, uh, convince the uh, powers that be from Desi and, um, and uh, you, the Innovative Charter School to, to pull back. And that and came you, from the power of, of New Bedford citizens working together. And earlier we talked about, you know, it was it was that collaboration of citizens yeah. uh committee members city officials city administration you know that was that was something that's um that's so encouraging because yeah. it's it's a uh, it's just not a it's not someone getting you know it's not a third of people a third yeah um like a third of a group you know or two-thirds of a group beating out another third it was like a b and c all together to just yeah, say hey yeah. we just don't want it and it's and, symbolic um, and we're, we're living in we're living in such divided times yeah. um, more than anything that i've ever ever experienced where we are so polarized we can, we, we can no longer have civil dialogue on anything without it becoming a right-wing or left-wing issue um we're, we're, we're fragmented at every level where if you decide to do this then you're on that side of the fence and if you decide mm -hmm. to do this then you're they, there's so little independent thought. But what happened with this is people weren't thinking about political party. People weren't thinking about um, right wing or left wing. They were thinking about what was in the best interest of the city. And when we tap into each other and we realize that we all ultimately have the same goals and we open our ears to one another, I think that we can really change things because ultimately, Charlie, um, and I'm talking to a lot of my base here, I know the people when they, uh, when I, uh, was elected when I was running. People wanted me to go in like Coney and the Barbarian and just start attacking things. And I thought, right, I know that was my reputation. You know, Charlie, we both sons of Panthers. We both been yeah. aggressive. We've gotten in a lot of trouble for standing up for ourselves, and you know, I, I happily got in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Yep, for things yep. we believe in. Um, happy trouble. Uh, it was, happy it was good. Trouble. Good trouble. And, and, right? and, there were, and there were consequences, you know. But mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to be going in um, swinging swords, Charlie. I'm going to go in learning. I'm going to be sitting back learning the landscape. Good job. More importantly than anything else is being effective um, to, to make sure that we, we hear what our community and what our teachers need and working with the people. This is going to be all about relationships. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, um, not to talk about um, any past members, but there was, you know, there have been members in the past who had outstanding ideas who I understood, except. I, you know, from what I understand, the relationship part was struggling. So yeah. I want to get to know the school committee members. I want them to get to know me. I want to have frank and honest conversations. I want to hear their ideas. And I want to have um, respectful disagreements that we come to a common ground with. Um, disagreements are healthy. And again, we're a diverse group, so I expect that. But Charlie, on a good note, and again, speaking on behalf of the school committee, when we came in, we said we wanted things to change. But we've already worked on changing some of the um, subcommittees. Uh, so yep. that they're more meaningful and more tactful. And I'm not going to get into too much detail. I encourage people, if they're interested, they can contact me. Um, again, I'm new. I don't want to speak too much out of turn or say things that I'm not um, too articulate upon. But we'll start some new committees um, and discarding some other ones that uh, will have a more hands-on approach to um, the needs of the students and the teachers in the building. And we're gonna we're still in the developmental stage, mm -hmm. um, um, in terms of how it's gonna operate. We discussed it last school committee meeting, um, so you're gonna see changes in the school committee. I have other ideas that we're gonna be presenting to make the school committee meetings uh, more family friendly and how to recognize the outstanding work of teachers and students. Um, again, I don't want to divide too much because you know I want to make sure that I'm talking <coughs> to my colleagues, but um, you know we we want the school committee to to become. Um, something that's energetic because it can be um, a vehicle for families to know what's going on in the schools. And I think we try now, but I think we can do better. And we want it to be a place where they know they can go and voice their concerns and, and people are really, really listening. Right now it's kind of dry. So, um, and, and there's a place for that, but 
you know, what we're trying to make sure that the school committee is, a, is, is reflective of the energy of, of the city of New Bedford, if that makes sense, Charlie. Yeah, it does. Um, so in that first meeting that you had, yeah, you know, you go in the doors and you, you got to inhale. Yeah. When it was finally over, did you exhale and say, it's over? <laughs> hey, let me, t Charlie, it was, see, anybody knows me that I'm like a really, really intense guy, good and bad, you know, and I go really hard. So with the campaign, we were going really, really, you know, through the entire year from, you know, speaking engagements and having to modify approach because of COVID to fundraising, staying on top of money. People don't understand. I, I shouldn't say that. Um, I didn't understand the, the work that it takes and your mind is in constant motion. And so you transition from that. And then Charlie, I got COVID right during election time, very worst mm -hmm. time possible. But then you get the hype of the victory. Um, you're, you're proud of your team. It's, it's settling in. Then all of a sudden, all that stops. And you're sitting in a chair with other people who have more experience than you, who your ideas, whose ideas you may have challenged or they may have challenged yours. And you're like, all right, this is where it gets real. You know, mm -hmm. um, and it took me time. This whole process has taken me time. And again, I'm saying that for anybody else who decides to run in the future. You don't just go from like campaign mode to all of a sudden you're just like, ah, right, you're sitting in chair knowing everything. It's a mm -hmm. learning and growing process. And I'd be foolish to go in there um, still in campaign mode with, with a sign on. You know, I want to get to know everything that's going on. I want to um, uh, uh, stay in contact with community organizations, with the local um, uh, New Bedford Educators Union. I'm staying in touch with all peace and I'm going to be upfront about that. Um, I don't believe in being insular. I don't believe in being isolated. Um, I'm going to be meeting with um, all parties so that we have an, uh, a, a well-rounded voice. I want as much information and ideas as possible. So whenever I'm talking to one group, I can share that and articulate that. Um, but you go from all that and then you're sitting in a chair and like everything just stops. And now you're processing, you're thinking, you're hearing different language. Um, you have a camera on you, you know. Um, so it's a whole different um, experience and, and I'm learning about it. But we're going to be effective. And again, it's not just Ross Grace. It's not just our, our team. Um, I'm talking about our school committee. I'm talking about our public schools. I'm talking about our families. I'm talking about our children. Um, collectively, we're going to be successful in, in, in um, making uh, New Bedford schools the best that they can be and highlighting what they're doing right, because it's important. These teachers are working hard. Some of these students are doing incredible things, and we focus on the negatives. Negative does bring attention, you know, One, um... but there are outstanding things going on. And at the same time, we want to look at how do we improve conditions where we're decreasing violence? How do we improve conditions where there isn't so much um, marijuana use? You know what I'm saying? How do we improve those conditions in the building? Um, how do we improve conditions for teachers so that they're not giving up their planning time? Um, we have to keep pushing um, as a school committee to make sure that our paraprofessionals um, are, are, are getting what they they. Uh, uh, what they deserve in terms of their work, their effort. Um, they, we want to make sure that they can feed their families. And we are discussing that already. Um, That's the good. Is, yeah, yeah. You know, it's in, you know, people, you know, again, I got to be um, thoughtful um, about, um, you know, I say, except I can say for certain that, the, you know, there, are, there is work, the union's at it and the school, can, um, the school administration is at it. And um, I know that there is pressure to do the right thing on behalf of parents. Um, which is important. So I'm, I'm seeing that. And again, I can't get too much in it, but I can assure people mm -hmm. there is um, a fight to make sure that we, you know, we heard loud and clear and prior to me being on the committee, I was out there with the paraprofessionals. And it's that's why it's important to be active. That's why it's important to be active. That's why the coalition was effective. That's why, you know, what the powers are fighting for is on the table now. Um, it's important for people to uh, be out there and have a voice, it, you know, because we're going to listen. If you're out there with a sign and I'm driving by, I'm like, hey, what's going on? If you're calling me, send me a message. So be involved, community. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you have people who are going to respond to, to that, you know? So, the, um, that, you know, yeah, yeah. So, some of what you said is in this comment here, and uh, this is on the contrary or disrespect to any former committee member, school committee member, I would absolutely say that I am a lot more at ease for my grandson's future education. We are fortunate and blessed to have Ross strive for excellence for the children in Bedford. And um, I just want to... Yeah. Hey, Charlie, you have, you have no idea how humbling it is to 
um, hear things like that. And <coughs> again, you know, I, I'm, I'm talking all over the place. It's a, one of the most rewarding experiences. And I don't, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's very, very important to, to all of us, you know, regardless of position or title, um, I've accomplished a lot, but I think it's important to remember that we're all human, that we all have ups and downs, you know, and um, we have all that. And so the highlight of this entire experience was by being surrounded by so many incredible people, um, people from the school department. You know, I worked at the YMCA. There were people involved there. The people from my current job um, and, and with DYF, they, they supported me. My friends, family, my former students. And it helps you remember who you are. You know, I, I, I don't think I'm an arrogant person. You know, I have my days that are just wonderful, days that are awful. But when you hear that, it, it, it inspires me and it makes me feel good about what I do because I don't see myself as anything all that. I'm, I'm a normal guy like anybody else in this city. Um, I have my beliefs and I stick by my beliefs. Um, I yep. don't compromise and I'll deal with the consequence, but I'm as human as anybody else. And so when I hear stuff like that, Charlie, um, it means the world to me. And what, what I do promise everybody, what I do promise is we, are, we will be as knowledgeable as possible. We will work as, um, as with intent in belief at all times. We will keep our teachers and our students at the first and foremost prior to administration, prior to administrators, there will be teachers, students, and families. And we're gonna work collaboratively the best we can to make these things happen. It's important. And uh, again, I'm gonna keep urging people, those who will watch us, spread the word, get involved, show up to a meeting, contact me. If there's something you don't believe in, stand up for it because people are gonna listen. If you sit back, then things roll back upon you. But if you're assertive, then people are gonna, you know, you're gonna make a difference. Again, Charlie and I were activists for a large part of our life. I think we still are. But now that, you know, people like uh, myself, Shane Burgo, you know, Colleen DeWicke, um, and, you know, uh, Derek Baptiste, you know, uh, our and the people are going to be, you know, you have people who are going to do their best to listen and make it um, happen, as I like to say. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the, the, there's one thing that I'm very proud of is, uh, is the, the, um, the elected officers, you know, both school committee and citywide. Um, you know, you, you, I think there's some voices that are going to be a little bit different and um, bring another point of view on both, you know, and in, in, at, at both committees, you know, whether it's at city hall, yeah. the city council chambers or the administration or, or even at the yeah. school committee, you, there's, yeah. there's some voices that are going to definitely kind of, it's, it, it's important, Charlie, because if nothing else, even if we're all on the learning curve, those of us who are new, um, I think it says something to have people with different experiences on the city council and the school committee. Um, they're different ideas. They're reflective of, of, of different parts of our community. Um, and so I think that in and of itself, when people put us into office, I, I think that was a statement by New Bedford uh, to begin with, because there, you know, there, there were younger people. There were people who um, have grown up right in in the city. You know, all of us are like homegrown. Um, yeah. So I think just the fact that you have a Shane Burgo, a Derek Baptiste, a Melissa Costa, um, you know, I think that that is speaking to um, New Bedford's. Uh, interesting seeing things going the way they are and, and we all I, I you know I'd like to say that we're all taking that serious um, and again you know I, I never really believed in in, in, in being in, in an elected official that was never me child you know that you know we work from mm -hmm. the outside and put pressure in from the outside yeah uh, but at the same time we still need people to put pressure on the outside but now with the people who put pressure on the outside you have people of like minds on um, inside, you know, we can bring ideas that reflect the needs of, 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 of what goes on in our community, you know. And one thing I do want to say, Charles, here's, here's a funny story. One of the first posts I put up about um, since being part of school committee was informing people about the weather and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, keeping them up to date about what the school would be doing. And I was just putting out information and I had a lot of thank yous and kind of, and I had people blasting me for something mm -hmm. I had nothing to do with. So it's funny because, you know, you have this idea how you know, you, you think somebody's on a school committee and have a magic wand and all this happened. It's a collaborative effort, you know. Um, but what I am going to promise is 
um, I am going to be transparent. I will put information out there. I ask people to be aware of the political process so that we know we can be when we're informed, we, we're more effective in communicating what we want. In other words, mm-hmm. we're just yelling and screaming and blasting people without understanding who does this and that. You know, you're kind of like yelling into the Grand Canyon, you know. Um, so it's important to be informed. Um, yes, it is. You know, yeah. You know, so you know who to talk to. Know your local, uh, know, know, your, know your city council, you know, know who the school committee members are. Send them an email. Most of us are on social media, you know, get an idea. I mean, I'll, t- I'll respond to everything. You know, I, I think I'm pretty good at that. And if I don't know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to reach out to you. I mean, I'm going to find an answer and I'll get back to you. But get to know people and, and get in, get involved. So, like I said, I mean, it's an exciting time right now. Um, and again, I think I think because you have uh, different people on, I think you're going to have a different, for, for example, you know, Black History Month came up during the last school committee meeting. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of energy um, from the school committee members. And I also want to say that the administration, I think, did an outstanding job. Again, I'm going to say about Mr. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. He really does care. And he really does have the values that I relate to in terms of uh, history, in terms of making sure that it's an everyday thing and not just allocated to a month. But again, my job as school committee member is to make sure that it's translating into the classrooms because, you know, there are things that are going on. Here's, here's another thing that we ran upon. Again, our curriculum from the state, which gets that was designed the state from private industries and they're imposed upon public schools. Yes. Now I'll talk about common lit at Keith Middle School. I'm not Keith Middle School in the middle school called common lit. Mm-hmm. It's an English program. Common lit does not include anything whatsoever for the month of February for black history. Wow. So now here's the problem with that. The teachers are feeling pressure. Trust me to stick to the curriculum mm-hmm. because that's been hammered upon them to stick to the curriculum outside that they're losing planning time. You know what I'm saying? So there's a pressure on them to, to teach to the state standards and, and what's presented in front of them. So here the vision is of the schools to say, yes, we need to promote inclusion, diversity, all history. You know what I'm saying? We need to have a strong black history. But the curriculum saying something different. And that's the, that's the little impasse that we have sometimes. And so we discussed that at the school committee. And we talked about, all right, are the teachers and the administrators in the building being given the flexibility? Are the administrators giving their teachers the flexibility to make sure that they're teaching all children all history and not yeah. just one facet of it? Because that's what's going on. So, again, that's through that working together. You know, um, you know, I know teachers. I know what's going on in the building. So I brought that superintendent. He listens. He's not, like, pushing back. I don't think he's giving any baloney. But I want to bring what I know is going on in the building to make sure that, we're all working together to get the best results because those are one of the things we have to work on. And that's the problem, Dolly, and it's not going to be over yet, is high-stakes state-mandated testing be shaping the paradigm and the the, the, the the way we look at public education. And as time goes on, that is something that we will um, address and it's something that we will uh, do the best that we can to show that it is not in the best interest of our students. Um, it's not in the best interest of our teachers, not in the best interest of our buildings. Um, we have to um, uh, identify other ways um, to to make sure our kids are are ready for their future, not for what the state says or all this, but for their individual future. And that's I by agree. making our schools as as strong as possible. Looking at why people, why families are sending their kids to other schools as opposed to ours, and making our schools as strong as possible. Good. I was trying to uh, share this podcast on your. Uh committee page but um i had to send it to the messenger so just want to let you know that it's there just in case you want to um post it on your uh oh yeah committee page it's there it's on your personal profile also um just everybody that if you share this podcast please make sure that it's public so everyone on your pages could answer and comment um to anything that i'm saying or mr grace is saying so you know, just make your uh, your post on your page public. Yeah, the, I want to thank you. And, and next time, folks, um, I will be make a little bit more prepared. I started saying all this up, Charlie, about 15 minutes early, and that's how untech savvy that I am. And mm-hmm. um, I will spend more time so we get this all right um, so that I'm looking a little bit more presentable. I'm using my cell phone right now, so I apologize for the poor quality, and I apologize for the show being held up. But I still think we had a great discussion, Charlie. Um, I appreciate all your work, and I appreciate the citizens of um, 
New Bedford, Massachusetts. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of you guys, born and raised in Brickenwood. Um, and we're just here to do the very best by our children. We're asking everybody to be a part of it. Spread the word, get involved, challenge things. Um, you know, th this is our city. Uh, I said that message before um, at an event, probably not in the best of way, Charlie, you know, but this is <laughs> our city, you know, this yeah. is our city. And and it, it is what we decide is going to be. And a testimony of that right here, right now, um, was the organization of city officials, school committee members, community organizations, pulling together for one common goal and achieving that goal. And if we approach that with that same mindset and work through our differences for the greater interest of our students and educators and families, you know, there's an awful lot we can do. And I want to be part of that process. Good. The, um, I don't know if you want to mention what you, uh, possibly intend to do after each school school committee. Yeah. You want to say anything about that? Yeah. So, um, I was thinking, you know, one, one of our ideas, one of our promises was to be more transparent. Um, I am very fortunate, you know, with social media, you know, a lot of people on my Instagram, Facebook page, I try and get as much information out there as possible, but I want to keep people updated in the language that they, uh, relate to. I speak, you know, I do my best to speak, um, ordinary talk, this political language stuff, but I'm hoping that, um, I'm working with Charlie, so that I appear on um, Really Charlie podcast regularly, monthly, um, following school committee meetings, so that I can give my uh, opinions on what discussed, and I can discuss appropriate information to share with the community. And again, I have to be honest with people who ask questions and stuff. Um, I will be. I, I am not. I'm going to speak for other school meeting members. I'm not going to um, uh, go that route. Um, but I will give my personal opinion on important issues and where I stand on things, and I'll be spreading uh, um, uh, things that are pertinent to the families that they should know, school cancellations, updates, all this and that. You know what I'm saying? So I'd like to keep people informed, and it would be great if we do that on a regular basis, Charlie. You know, sure again, would. I want to make sure that people are informed. I want to make sure that I'm visible and accessible to our community at all times. And uh, feel free, you know, anytime that, you know, you come on the podcast, and you feel that someone could uh, kind of is in, in some kind of form of collaboration with you with a maybe a certain project or part of a committee. Yeah. And you want them to come on also, you, you know, that's 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 automatic. That's you know, we yeah. send them the, the feed just like I you, did you. I send you the link. And that's what I would do with them. You know, and, and we do the same. You know, I'm just trying to be beneficial, be essential and um accommodating to the city of new bedford yeah and the podcast listeners you know throughout this spectrum here this platform so at, and Charlie, um, i'm gonna leave it on this note and it, it just you know when, when you speak it just reminds me that it's when it, it's so easy to get caught up we live in a very fast-paced society it's so easy to forget and lose sight of what people went through for us to be here right now to have this opportunity for you to have a podcast for me to be you know for you to run for mayor for me to be in this position right now um uh people literally our fathers our grandparents those before us gave their lives for the right to vote for the right to go to school uh for for our women to have access to education people literally gave their lives for the moment that we have now and I'd be aired to and remiss if I didn't remind us of that. And mm -hmm. we live in our own lives. We deal with our own demons. We deal with our own uh, things on a regular basis. Bills, you know what I'm saying? You know, financial stress, mental health, we deal with that. But I think it's so important to keep in mind that other people did too who were before us. And they did think for us to be here. So we have a somewhat of responsibility to be part of our community, to be part of our uh, society and to challenge things with that we agree uh, that we disagree upon and to enhance and strengthen things that that is beneficial to, to things at a larger level you know it's, it's a responsibility people died and so you know i've always carried that i know you have two charlie and there's a lot of us who have and i think it's important you know for us to keep that in mind as we go about our crazy busy hectic stressful lives exactly i agree 100 yeah. <coughs> um the uh you know, you talked earlier about voting, you know, and I, I can't stress it. Um, and I know you feel the same way that you got to vote. You can't 
you can't just register to vote, put your name on a list, and don't don't cast your vote. Yeah, yeah. it's very very important that you vote, and it may be, it doesn't have to be like you know, you just vote <laughs> who you think is going to help out our yeah. city in general. Yeah, people and, say uh, they vote. People say their vote doesn't make a difference. And, and I get that. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I get skeptical. You know, you look at you know, at the national. I get that. But in particular, locally, your vote matters. Last time I lost by a small amount. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It wasn't, you know, it wasn't even in, the, you know, it was less than 70 votes. It was small. Your vote matters. And again, right, people look at the numbers. They, you know, I'm, you know I've been part of it. And you know those two trials. People look at the precincts. People look at the, the wards. And they look at how many people are voting, and they're going to base their ideas. They're going to cater to where people are voting, where there are blocks of people voting. People are not going to cater to where people aren't out there hitting the ballot box. And again, mm-hmm. that's wrong because we should be catering to everybody. Except if if you're out there and you're voting with people of like mind, people are going to respond to that, especially yeah. at a local level. You know, I so agree. it's important. You know, and again, when when you have a block and you're organized, you can you can you can push things through. You know, or you, or you can influence and shape things. And, you know, that's part of, you know, part of our community, probably in particular, you know, uh, our particular community um, is, is that pulling together, you know, we, we, we do that. Don't get much We have a lot of infighting that if, when, if we pull together citywide, culture-wide, you know, and it sounds, yeah. it sounds corny and cheesy, you know, unity and pull together. But it's not because, again, look at what just happened over these last couple of days we innovated charter school. It's not just cheesy language. It's so true. The uh, if uh, if you review the list, especially when I ran, and all the people that I seen that didn't vote was uh, amazing. Um, yeah, a lot of lot of missed votes, missed opportunities. Yeah, um, and uh, could have swinged some things in a different direction. Um, yeah. but you know, I, I was I'm very I was very proud of that campaign. Very proud of running. Yeah. Um, and and you know and. Just like I know you was on both occasions when you ran, it's uh, it's it's till this day it's still mentioned, it's still talked about, um, you know, in in my circle, and I'm pretty sure in your circle that you still talk about that first time, you know, oh, yeah, and and it's it's good, you know, I yeah. I, I don't sometimes there's always you know some people are are trying to put a negative vibe. And yeah, it's something that you're doing. And when I try to tell everybody that, yeah, it didn't happen, but it was good, a good experience. I, I enjoyed it. You yeah. know, and uh and Charlie, what you did, I mean, listen, even when you're running, you're still shaping things because I remember when you were running, you know, um County Street had a lot to be desired at that time. You brought yeah. it to attention and it was addressed. So even in go win, you were still shaping and influenced what was going on. The first time I had run. Um, it was myself and Dr. Christopher Burl. And yep. at the time, you know, and we both lost, except the conversation at the time was how well the schools are doing. Look at our test scores, this, this and that. And so Dr. Burl and I were able to transform that conversation about, number one, how schools can be manipulated, how we both had personal experiences. And, not, and we were able to frame and change the conversation about what do these scores really, really mean? And should that be the focal point? So even if you lose, you're still shaping things, you know? Yeah. So. And, and you learn a lot. I mean, at a personal selfish level, it's gratifying because you're around good people. You're putting your energy into good things, you know, and you're connecting and you're hearing ideas. You know, it's just good for self-growth, you know, and, and it's a good experience. And again, I'm going to keep pushing. And there were other people on the school committee who had this idea. Um, you know, it, honestly, it was, you know, calling the wiki is big on this. There's already recruiting and putting the word out to other people to consider running. Um, you know, ne- next life is not for two years. But get out, you know what I'm saying? You know, consider it. Think about it. Talk to people who are already on. We need ideas. We need people to change things and, and challenge things to shake things up, you know? That's what democracy is about. So, you know, think about it. If you're thinking about it, why not? Jump in, you know what I'm saying? What you can do is lose. is lose. And we all lose, you know? And then you get back up and you try again. You know, we all lose, you know? So, but, you know, consider getting in, have that courage to make a difference, you know? Yeah. Exactly. The, uh, Let's see. Uh, Mr. Texera says, I got, I'm glad I got to see um, you both. Keep up the good work. Peace and power to you. Yes. Another great, great, great friend yeah. of ours. Great teacher. 
miss talking to him. Got to talk to him some more. Um, yeah, so. Donna Grace says, uh, New Bedford's finest. Hi, Charlie and Ross. How you doing? Um, How we doing? I really want to, yep. Really want to tell everyone that's listening uh, and commenting. Uh, we really appreciate it and continue yeah. to support the Really Charlie podcast and Mr. Ross Grace. Yeah, we really appreciate it. So, all right, um, man. So, let me see. Uh, who would you like to see on the Really Charlie podcast? Charlie, I have been thinking about that and thinking about that. There are so many people who are doing so many outstanding things, and you've had so many incredible guests. Oh, man. Who would be somebody that would be absolute? What about Dana Ribeiro? Has Dana been on yet? Yeah, she was on the uh, beauty salon segment, giving her oh, peace. Oh, yes, that's uh, right. That's right. That's right. And and then uh, we, her and I had talked. Uh, we're going to um, do something with the, uh, the uh, wind farms and everything. So that's coming up soon. Um, once we uh, lock down a date, then she'll be on doing that. Yeah. So I can't wait for that. Mm. How about, let me see, who would be really, who would be somebody that's of interest we've had? Um, oh, my goodness. Has Derek Baptiste been on yet? He's been on, but we're due only because the conversation, you know, and there's one thing about the podcast with Derek was it was just organic you know we were just talking chopping it up and yeah. uh it was very very popular popular podcast till this date um so I like to come on have him come on yeah um and, and chop it up again yeah I wouldn't mind seeing Mr. Baptiste back on to talk about the outstanding work he's doing in Ward 4 um and you know Derek has been an outstanding uh just brother in the community. I'm just, you know, from working with the kids when I was at Connie, he used to volunteer his time for the basketball team. Um, he helped, you know, at Keith Middle School, he would come and check in on the kids. Um, so he's, you know, he's coached sports everywhere. He's a good dad. Um, he's just one of those, you know, everyday New Beth guys who just making everybody proud. So Silky B, I'd like to see you back on the show, you know, if you're watching this. Um, you know, just, you know, it's important that they're visible. Um, you know, and that Shane Burgo too, you know, you know, I think it's important. Melissa Coffin, I'm thinking about it. You know, maybe, you know, we, we have some of the people who just get in the ops or some of the new fresher faces, you know, step up. But I'd like to see Derek, you know, um, because Derek always just good to, to watch and listen to, you know. But yeah. Hey, you know. Be believe this. Um, Melissa Costa and uh, Lisa White was truly going to be my first guest on here. And, oh, yeah. Um, and the, the thing was is that it was we were trying to do it through Zoom, yeah. And it didn't it didn't work out. Technical yeah. difficulties. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Brand new rookie rookie host I was, and uh, yeah. so it didn't work out. But you know, officially she is my first guest, her and Lisa White. Uh -huh, I got but uh, it never it never came through. Uh, you know, so but I, I will. Um, Shane Shane's spirit. been on during the campaign. Um, yeah. and congratulations to Shane Burgo for yeah. the feat that you did. And, um, yeah, that was outstanding. People are proud of you, and um, yeah, everyone's proud of him. He's a good dude. Um, the uh, and he can get the job done. Yeah, um, I just I, I want to ask you, you're gonna put you in the hot seat right now. Yeah. Have you ever tasted Ian Abrams? chili because he keeps bragging about it being <laughs> no uh, yeah. hey all right. ian's a good friend of mine and ian hey listen i'm gonna message you after we get off the podcast because <laughs> i haven't heard anything so charlie is to die for yeah oh man no right, I, I don't I, know i don't know but he's been telling me for years to have a a chili cook-off so and uh he 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 thinks he can win it so uh maybe i'll have to especially with all this pandemic stuff going on. We're going to have to message Mr. Avery, right, Mr. Avery? You know, now now you're piquing my curiosity. I know you do a good <laughs> yeah. job. Congratulations, Mr. President. But, yeah, I want, I want now, now my curiosity is piqued, sir. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But so, like I said, there, there, you know, there, there's, there, there's, you know, um, it's so easy to get down on, on our city, um, you know, but the thing about it is there are challenges 
everywhere. There are, you know, there, there, are, there are good things and bad things everywhere, but New Bedford has some really, we're, we're a unique city, and there are just some really um, good people. There are some really good things here. And again, it's important to address what's wrong. It's important to um, look of, uh, at things that we have to uh, uh, focus on to make better. It's important to be critical. But at the same time, we got to celebrate just some of the really good people here, some of the wonderful things, the, the, the beauty that we have, the unique beauty that we have. You know, we, we need to celebrate our, our incredible uh, history, you know, the, the history that we have as a people, um, again, as the, as the city of light, you know, as, again, I, I get redundant, but the Underground Railroad, the Frederick Douglass, the 54th mm -hmm. Regiment, the Quakers, you know, we have to remember that, you know, the Black Panther Party, you know, the women's suffrage movement. Um, those are things that we have to remember. Those are that's who we are, you know. And and it's it's our time, you know, to, to make sure that we're doing that, and then making sure that younger people are aware, of, you know, of our history and culture, you know. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, well, when you see moms, you tell her I said hello. I will, Mister Perry, and send um, love to the family. And uh, those three fabulous children you have, Thank give them you, a high five for me. I will. Um, blessed. It's it's. How's it? How's it gonna work out when you're probably gonna you're gonna go into your home eventually during one of the holidays or any day, yeah. you know, and 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 you're gonna you're gonna hear three Doctor Graces in it, Doctor Grace, oh, Doctor Grace, and Doctor Grace. <laughs> hey Charlie, man, I'll tell you, you know, I'm I'm so hey, listen, there, there there are certain things in this world that are just like, you know, and that there, there's nothing like like my three my my three children, you know what I'm saying? I mean. And it's hard, you know, just at a whole different level, you know, I mean, um, as, as time goes by, you know, seeing them grow up and you're thinking about when they're little and, but they've all done such outstanding and amazing uh, things, you know, um, they have an incredible mother, you know, and I, I, I did my best to see the fruits of all that and outstanding family, you know, and our family, the mother is to take some village, but just to see them fly and um, I, I'm so proud. And they, they've all, te they've all taught me so much and they've all helped me grow as a father, you know, and it's not easy being a dad of older kids because you, you you know you're trying to balance how much do you push on them and pull on them and how much freedom do you you know because they don't really want to deal with you and you're, you're getting middle age you know what I mean they uh -huh. you know, they they're doing their <laughs> own thing you know so you want to be there for them protect them but you don't want to smother them you know and so it, it gets tricky child you know that's that in and well, of itself drains my end you know that's tough so they yeah. they will do their thing and they will make it through and uh yeah. They're going to continue to make you proud. Yeah. Um, and we're proud of you. You keep up the good work. Thanks, Thanks John. We're Definitely proud of you get back to me when, uh, when yeah. we're going to shut up the other one and uh, the yeah. other podcast. And uh, and that's it. You know, it's open to you. Thank you. It's open to the, the whole school committee, man. You yeah. spread that word before the meeting. Say, hey, you know, everybody, you know, actually yep. uh, one a very popular name that gets requested on this podcast is man Mitchell. They want man Mitchell on this podcast. Oh man, I'll bring it up, Charlie. I definitely yeah. will. Hey, mark my words. I will. Mark so, my words. Watch my team. Uh, I definitely will. Yeah. yeah it's uh, and, and I'll let the rest of the people know again, it's important for people to, to, to be out there, be visible. Uh, that's important. That's one thing that I was, you know, very adamant about, um, you know, making sure the people knew what I thought, what I believed and to hear their ideas so that I can bring them. So I want to be as visible as possible. I'm um, accessible as possible, you know. Um, True. That, that's my role, you know. So that's why we get paid right. the big bucks on the school committee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A cup yeah. of coffee, right? Yeah. 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 The, uh, like I said, you guys on the school committee, guys and girls, keep it up. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Charlie. Um, from A to Z, I really appreciate it. And uh, I'll continue to follow everything that you guys do. Thank you, Charlie. And again, once again, people, Thank Charlie, thanks for having me on. I apologize for the technical difficulties. Again, I'm on my cell phone. Everything just fell apart at the last minute. Um, but we'll make sure when on next time um, I'm presented just a little bit better, and I will make sure that we are uh, properly on time. I don't like being late for things, so I do apologize. But I'm thankful being flexible with me, Charlie, and still making it so that we can get on and so, uh, share our message. Yep, that's the most important thing. Get the message out there, and we did that. So yep. good job, Mr. Grace, and uh, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Charlie. And Bedford, take care. And again, you can, um, I'm on uh, Facebook. You can go right to my uh, personal page, Ross Martin Grace Jr. or Committee to Elect Ross Grace. That's also on Facebook. And I'm also on Instagram. Contact me at any time. And I assure you, um, I will respond 
and I'll uh, work with the best that I can. I promise you that. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Great job, man. I uh, can't wait for the next time and uh, go from there. Need me, you call me. And all I could do is say yes or no, right? That's it. That's it. All right, bro. All right. Thank you, Charlie. All right. Take care of us. And congratulations. Thank you for the Billy Charlie podcast. Appreciate that. All right. Thank you. All right. Peace. Take care. As always, a great guest doing his thing, you know, uh, great accomplishment, um, great, um, great job being proactive and trying to get on the podcast to send this message out that you, he delivered today. It's real, real important that, um, you know, you try to reach out to something different, something that's not normal, something that's not thrown in your face like uh, some other news entities around this area. What you need is something like this, really Charlie podcast. You need uh, other podcasts that are going on throughout the city by city residents. There's many, many podcasts out there. You got to look for them. And um, that's what you need. You know, you need some other entities to give you another, not a, a scripted story. You know, we're trying to be organic here. And there's many others that are doing the same thing. Um, I actually, uh, no, want to give a shout out to it. And this would, this is something that, um, is very dear to me, like this podcast and that's, um, WMB one radio Here's a hoodie. They got them for sale, man. Support WMB one radio every day, you know, try, you got a new app, you know, you can search the app and, um, Get on the radio station 24 hours, seven days out of the week. And as you see on the bottom line, it says, uh, I'll be a a host on WMB radio with Russell Ramis on Tuesdays from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern time. And uh, feel free to just get the website. It's www.wnb1radio. One is spelled out, dot com. And put that in your browser and you can let the... Let the music play from hip-hop. And as we play on Tuesday, there's R&B. There's a still, there's uh, several other DJs on there doing their thing. Um, and please, please support that radio station. It's New Bedford's own WMB1 radio. Produced and owned by Brian Magnet, as we call him, B-Mags. Doing a great job and trying to make you guys proud. Um in the abstract labs or abstract music building at U- sixth and union. They're doing great things. And uh, thanks to Mikey Montero doing your thing. We appreciate you bringing your brainstorm to new Bedford, Massachusetts, your hometown. And it takes things like that to make things a whole lot better around here by people just bringing their thoughts and their money and their, their everything, bringing their spirit to the city and we can be that we can be proud of. I love wearing a New Bedford t-shirt. I love wearing a Really Charlie Podcast t-shirt. I love wearing a WMB1 radio sweatshirt. I love wearing abstract music hoodie. Those are the things I like to wear because they represent our city. It's very, very important. All right. Put your money in this little circle here, this little city, and um, and it goes full circle. You know, we just we support each other, keep it within the city limits, and we'll do fine. Support local, and we'll be fine. All right, everyone. Tomorrow I have a great guest, Anthony Black, from um, <coughs> from Star One Hundred Seven FM. It's a radio station out of Columbus, Ohio. This dude is is unbelievable, U.S. veteran from the U.S. Army, 82nd Airborne, definitely doing his thing. I love, love his conversation. He will be on here tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, loves R&B and music like I do, so we're going to talk about a few things. And um, can't wait, can't wait. So tomorrow, Anthony Black, please tune in. Support this young man. 
he's older than me, but he looks younger than me. Support him, support him. And uh, we'll go from there. Join me tomorrow, the Really Charlie Podcast. All right, everyone. Take care. God bless. You are listening to WMB1 Radio, your urban music link from the secret city. Your host, Charlie Perry and Russell Raymond, serving you R&B music on the rocks, chilled music with chilled hosts, where you get to listen to the music you love the most on WMB1 Radio.